Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Gnarly Nate. Nate, how you doing this week? I'm fantastic. It's uh, unique to be on camera while we do this. It is. Look at that. If you guys have not noticed, we are over here on YouTube, and we're going to take a little bit of time to introduce ourselves this week, other than just our names, because, well, I guess I should say, in a nutshell, this show is to help uh, content creators over on Twitch or other streaming platforms grow their audience. We want you guys to learn some of the best tricks in the trade. Nate and I have had a lot of experience streaming there, uh, and we're going to go into that a little bit now. But I've been on the platform, Twitch.tv, for about two and a half years now. I'm a Twitch partner. I stream five days a week. It's my full-time job, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, it is wonderful, and my main game is Elder Scrolls Online. And uh, Nate, why don't you give them a little rundown? Uh, so I'm Gnarly Nate. I'm a full-time broadcaster on Twitch. I will be trying to make a move to YouTube very soon. I've been doing this for about two years now. Um, started out Variety. Now I'm main game ESO, but I also am still doing Variety. But you can definitely catch me about 60% of the time playing Elder Scrolls Online. And the rest of the time doing that or working on Twitter or anything else to try to, you know, that comes along with the whole full, uh, the whole content creating. Absolutely. So, it's a. Uh, it's kind of. It's super weird to be on here. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've done so many <laughs> podcasts live, which is still very different. Like I'm used to having like a Twitch chat running. Like I sit here and I'm, like fidgeting. Like why are you even fidgeting? There's, this is a totally <laughs> normal thing to do. I'm gonna be terrible when I make a real debut onto YouTube. But uh, I didn't even tell you guys my Twitch channel name so look at that but it's kyle dempster Studios. so for anyone that can't see it we, nate did a great job on our little overlay this week so nate thank you round of applause to you yeah no little little last minute we did i do a lot of motion graphic work a whole bunch of other things but um i kind of been uh you know there's a little streaming slump that happens around you know like november october and like around the end of the year so uh, I just haven't been up to it, but it will be improving the quality of the videos and everything else will definitely be going up as we get a little bit more time and we get more established on YouTube. So, yeah. And, and again, thank you to everyone that's watching this or listening to it already uh, for, from our podcast means. If you want to check it out, drop a, a subscribe. We're going to have a link in the show notes here so you can find it. And for well, you won't need it if you're on YouTube, but we'll have all the actual podcast if you want to listen to this audio wise there pardon any sort of glitches errors we are kind of doing this raw we're diving right into it really nothing more than like a little pretest. so bear with us with any issues but before we get and like not to bog you guys down with that sort of information let's talk about this week's topic which is twitch losing broadcasters we're actually recording this a little later than we usually would have we had a week off last yeah. week but that the good news is that meant that a lot of news piled up for us to discuss uh, you all may remember Ninja leaving Twitch to go to Mixer, and that was back on August 1st already. That much time has passed. But this last week, we got hit with a really big one as well, Shroud. On October 24th, I believe it was, he announced his move to Mixer as well. It's kind of crazy, Nate. He's a nice dude. Yeah, he was, he, uh, like, the video that, that Twitch did sending him off uh, for the, you know, good luck and... Uh, thank you or whatever he, they put in it was very very like like touching actually i like started tearing up at the end i'm like no come back please we should probably but, take a second sorry i don't go go, go ahead don't no no go ahead i was gonna say we probably should talk about that good luck have fun video because that's a big change over the way that twitch handled ninjas leaving like so for those that don't know when shroud left twitch posted a 
good luck, have fun, Shroud, and they tagged him, and it was, I, I'm assuming, like, those were highlight clips or something like that that Twitch compiled for him. Uh, that was very nice. That was very mature. Good job, Twitch. Because the last time they did it, when Ninja left, that was not the road they took. Instead, they took a road that was, uh, it felt like a very bitter breakup sort of deal. And I think it kind of was because he he did leave right in advance of TwitchCon. And they, I believe, had him on branding and everything. So it felt very abrupt when Ninja left. But basically, they converted his page on Twitch into a redirect to send people to other streamers. One of which was streaming porn. So that got some headlines you may have seen. <laughs> Yeah, that was something else. I mean, I what I think it is is you also got to understand that it could always boil down to uh like the relationship you have with the brand, especially like a company like Twitch. So maybe you don't know. I mean, Shroud just is a genuinely nice dude. When I met mm -hmm. him at TwitchCon in 2018, super awesome, like nice. Hey dude, what's up man? It's good to see you know, like very very mellow everything else. Uh, so it, it could also boil down to who the person was, but, um, it is really nice to see because no matter what, especially when we're in like a, a social media, like area, you have to be very political with what you do. You want to be watching your P's and Q's all the time, especially if you're a live broadcaster, that's the huge thing we got to watch out for. So, um, it could boil down that, but I don't know. I, I really liked it. And we also had King, uh, Goliath and he left, he was a huge destiny streamer. And he yeah. left on the 27th. That's what it looks like. I went I went back to his Twitter. He he had been doing a lead up to it, too. He had uh, posted. I, I, I'm sure some people in his community expected it. But I mean, I'm a very outsider to that. And, and it, basically, he was posting these three, two, one style graphics of the days leading up to. And yeah, he announced he was moving over there. It was very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting to see the reactions of other large streamers on our platforms as they retweet those kind of things. A lot of them are very nice, very sending. We, we, we actually have kind of touched on this before, that if you are someone ever looking to leave Twitch or Mixer or any of the other ones, leave on a good note, you guys. Even if you're frazzled, I think, Nate, you kind of touched on this a minute ago, but mind your P's and Q's. Be polite because it's going to stick with you. I mean, even if you don't have that many viewers, you are now entering into the public arena and the thing you see big celebrities attacked for is kind of what you're entering into so be mindful of what you said 10 years ago on a podcast because it could always come back to get you uh i i'm really proud to see the maturity level of the community from august 1st versus now i didn't Me notice too. nearly as many fits yeah, it's 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 interesting to see, and that that's when it's one thing that's also coming down to personalities. Like Twitch, like Ninja Ninja kind of had like a quick rise to fame, and he was very you know he, he could be abrasive to some people. Shroud's always been known to be nice. King Goliath has always been like unbelievably nice. So um, it is very interesting. But one thing I'm really excited about this move is as a, as a person that likes to look into the analytics. I want like Ninja and Shroud, they're going to be good no matter what. They right. have a base of 20K to 60K people that watch them no matter what. That's massive. People are going to be able to follow them and to watch because they're there. They have a brand that is not tied with a company or a platform, and they could easily uplift that brand and move it to a different brand or a different platform to stream on so they had like the ability to really do it king goliath and he has his own brand and stuff and he's a large broadcaster in the terms of like he has like you know anywhere between two thousand, sometimes six thousand, i somewhere around there every time i've ever seen him and it's it's going to be interesting to see him because 
there are broadcasters on Mixer that have started with Mixer that you're around about a thousand views. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting to see what is going to be going on with um his viewership and his analytics and what he brings to the table. That's the person I'm really interested to watch because I want to see how the stats and how Mixer favors him compared to others and how well he does. That is going to be so true. Like you said, we've seen such big entities go over there that now seeing someone that is more relatable. Oof. I mean, we have seen and heard stories from actual people closer to our level, even uh, a lot less than King Leviathan, you know, much closer to us. And I've heard very mixed reviews there as well, that it's 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 a hard tr- it's hard to transition anywhere, really. You've got to have an audience that is dedicated enough to you, dedicated enough to you to move to a platform they may not even have an account on. And we know that's really hard. I mean, we live in a day and age, pretty sure we've said this before, but even trying to get people to click on things in your own Twitch panels or links in chat that are going to take them away from chat, that's really hard. People like getting that momentum to have people that invested is, that's a big deal. That's nothing to look, you know, to underrate, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be straight up with uh, the audience here <clears throat> and everyone. <laughs> I uh, made an account on Mixer the other night just to see because I wanted to stream over there to see what the vibes are, to see what it is. I'm I'm sticking with Twitch. Twitch is, you know, that's where I built my following. That's where I'm at. I'm not partnered yet. So I can still go over to Mixer and be able to broadcast on that platform because I have no restrictions. Uh, I am very close to partnership. So as soon as that comes over, that's why I figured I should test the waters out now, see what's mm-hmm. going on. I went over to a couple of my friends that are broadcasters over there as well and checked it out to see what it, to see the vibe, see how certain things are. And um, it, it was it was a lot different. It's very hard to navigate. It's a little bit different to navigate when you get used to one type of UI that you're used to. And um, for the most part, though, like after seeing the difference between like Shroud move to Mixer and Ninja move to Mixer, I feel like people only want to watch Ninja play Fortnite uh-huh. and Shroud, they will watch him play anything. And so, and then when I was over on the other platform, it's like everyone was super nice. It was an awesome, it was, it was a good little platform. Like everyone's super pumped up, but I didn't, I didn't see the whole growth, but I didn't tweet it out. I, ju- I just did for like mostly science reasons. I didn't even let, I didn't have my Twitch stuff up in the background. I took it down. So if people didn't know, but um, yeah, it was, it was interesting to say to go over there, but I, it is very hard to navigate a new UI and like learn stuff, even though it's pretty much the same. So it is going to be, it's going to be interesting to see the translation of like, or like what viewers on our platform are going to go over there and then what's their staying power or if there's like any way that you can make it work or, but like I said, we have to wait. I'm waiting until the two quarter four closes down to really see what happened before I even there. And I would, if I were you guys out there listening to this or watching um, it, because you know, like the last quarter didn't should show well, like it didn't mm. show well at all. And then, you know, we went for they went from like nine average viewers all the way down to two. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens now. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens after uh, New Year. So, yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, if you didn't listen to the past episode, we covered that what precipitated that lowering of the average viewership, as we can assume and very healthily assume, I believe is that so many people, when Ninja went, they also jumped ship. Like I mentioned, there was a lot of negative reactions back in August. A lot of people were very angry. There's a lot of hostility going on. A lot of people burned a lot of bridges as they left Twitch. And 
what that turned into was now Mixer has a, you know, for every one streamer, it's now five or something like that. And it lowered the stats uh, from, what was it? Nine to two? Yeah, like it was like eight or nine. Eight or nine and then it dropped all the way down to two average viewers per channel. And then the, the, the unique streamers went up to like 3.4 million or something like that. And the average, and then the people actually watching went down. So it was, it was a very, it was a very unique situation. And I mean, they went to like the peak for their days were 40,000, 50,000. And then with Shroud coming over, it jumped all the way up to 70,000. Um, so that's their peak, their peak viewership for the whole day, for the whole platform. So it's, it's a very interesting to see. Um, I mean, I want competition. We we mentioned this in a couple past podcasts, but since we're on YouTube, we'll do it. Um, yeah, we kind of mentioned it, and it's just like uh, it's just very unique. It's just very unique to see what's going to be going on with all this. It really is. I mean, like you said, we want competition, but I will say the stat you never want on any platform is just to see that. Uh, so we want we want platform competition. So we want Twitch and YouTube, all those things to fight it out. That's what we want. That The more those guys, the big platforms fight, the more we all win, because if they're equal-ish on playing fields, they're going to keep coming out with competitive advantages. What we don't want to see was what Mixer actually reflected, which was competition between streamers increasing. I said to Nate before a stream, I was like, it would be like owning a drugstore, and then everyone on your block also opens a drugstore. Well, now your audience, now the customers coming in your door are cut by however many just open. So very yeah, scary. Or it's like, yeah, or it's like you you have a small family-owned drugstore, and then Walmart comes down oh. and drops their uh, their drugstore right next to your store. You know, yeah. it, it, a lot of, and then they do it for cheaper too. Right. So a lot of people will be leaving to the, So that's like it, it, the psychology of the whole thing. I'm, I'm glad that Mixer's putting in the time and doing this, but I'm seeing such a huge gap when there wasn't such a big gap mm. where it used to be like, you know, there's a whole bunch of channels that were in between like 2000 and 1000 and then, it, you know, trickled down after that. And but now it's like there's there's three people that are above 7000 views and then the rest of them are all 100 or less and it that's that's just kind of it kind of makes for a weird thing like i don't know like i much rather stream on a platform where kind of it may be like a little bit um diluted in certain aspects depending on what category you decide to broadcast in but it's i don't know it's just like we do reach a larger audience um here and coming up soon it's gonna be interesting to see what happens i do want more more stuff because we got a lot of changes implemented into twitch when we when mixer did get ninja and now that you know shroud's going over i want to see what happens even more i mean i don't know what else they really can do but we'll see that actually was one of the first things that kind of came into my mind by the way everyone that's watching the live stream this is louie he's gonna come and go i'm sure throughout the stream he always does for podcasts and and twitch i, I said stream through the episode god who am i what am i how did i get on youtube <laughs> but uh i'm sorry back so when they left when the new people left king Lyathan and shroud the first thing that came to my mind was oh crap, all those changes that Twitch promised us, I'm like, that's not enough. I was like, those were cool, and they they kind of shook it up for me enough when Ninja left, but I was like, that that was their band-aid, and Nate, you and I talked about it, that they had, had some of those things in their sleeve for probably a very long time. Channel points, 
uh, some other things we're going to get to talk about later in this episode. But they had all these like little implementations, which are all cute, but they're not really competition shifting sort of things. They will alleviate our situations and make life a little bit better here and there. But they definitely aren't going to like nothing. I think Twitch revealed at TwitchCon was like, whoa, that's why I should be streaming on uh, on Twitch or anything of that sort. So I'm and also they give us long timelines. I just thought of that. They give us some very long timelines. Like some of those won't be implemented until like short before next year's TwitchCon, I think. So, uh, yikes. yeah, I also kind of think that Shroud and King Goliathan were a um, I think they already had it planned out. Mm. I think they've already reached, you know, at once Ninja moved. And I think it was already in the works and they probably already got in contract before all these new, hey, look how shiny and amazing this is and how amazing this is and this. I yeah. think it was one of those things where they've already knew that they're moving. And I think that I don't think those were beneficial for helping like the move or like their decision on moving or not. So I do think it has a little bit. And also one thing Shroud did um, go over in his stream on Mixer was that the ability for him, King Goliath, and Ninja, those three people, and then they signed two Facebook gaming people as well, too. Oh, wow. Which are massive, I guess, on YouTube gaming. I don't know. I don't really get to watch it as much. Um, so they get they work directly with their platform. And so um the mods for Shroud are like like hands-on. They're like, we need to change this in chat. We think this could be toned down. We think this could be brought up. So they're they're having like wow their hands are in it which is huge type of thing that really so. is actually come to think about it. i mean that could be massive for mixer versus versus twitch because twitch does not there's not i don't i don't really know who steers the ship but um from what i've heard like a little internal stuff it does not sound like the ship steers easily and that's unfortunate because they are so forward in what they're doing this is truly bleeding edge stuff and i think twitch should be changing things more on a weekly basis okay let me be more realistic monthly basis <laughs> maybe quarterly basis than annual basis like that is so not accurate i mean it's just not realistic like we have all kinds of things that crop up in the community in terms of tos sort of stuff which we're going to talk about in a later episode but like there's a lot of situations that are burning big holes in Twitch and they just refuse to touch them because they're like, well, we're really big. Too many bureaucratic check marks, I think, is what it sounds like. And so, yikes. But Mixer, on the other hand, I don't know if they're going to actually listen to moderators and stuff like that. That could be extremely powerful and potent for them. The only thing I've heard, and and, and if you guys are watching this and you're you're on Mixer, you feel free to comment mm -hmm. or, you know, send us an email, whatever, Twitter. Um yeah, like I, I did talk to some smaller broadcasters that were happy on smaller partnered broadcasters that were happy over a mixer because they weren't getting the attention or they like they weren't getting listened to mm. and that the they're only listening to the big people. So it's not like every moderator gets a shot. I think it's just right. those big three shroud ninja and King Goliath. And I'll be very curious to see how that goes. That's going to be, it's going to be so interesting to see how that actually changes up Mixer in the future. And I'm really curious to see if Twitch does anything to combat it. Um, I, 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 can we maybe couch? So next up on our list is to talk about how viewers left the platform. But I, with Nate's permission, would like to switch down and, and skip over that for just a second to announce. I, I wonder if these next items we're going to talk about were actually pushed forward really quickly because of these moves. What do you say we dive into these? 
Absolutely, because I believe that is what happened too. Because those those had a pretty lengthy timeline on them. I thought, yeah. So the two we're talking about, we'll cover them in detail here. Hold on a sec. We are going to look at ad changes, um, and this is the picture by picture. So for those that don't know, you're going to be able to watch a stream and have ads pop up over the main thing. We'll get that in a sec. The other one is also the bit leaderboard has changed to also show gifted subs. The really big one here, though, that picture by picture for ads is crazy. So this will not apply to pre-roll ads. I looked at their information. Pre-roll ads, the ones you get when you first go to the stream, this does not apply to. But if any ads are run midstream, the ad will take the place as the primary window on the page, and the, the streamer is going to slide over their, their window will be muted and slide over the chat functionality. So you'll be able to actually see if they're at their computer, if they're talking. That's some really, really big stuff because before it's just been like, hey, let's interrupt the middle of your broadcast to have an ad here. And you don't know. They don't know if they're, you're sitting there. They don't know if you're in the bathroom. They don't know what's going on. And so it's a little bit dicey right now. This. Yeah, that's something I would like. Because imagine, yeah, like if you go use the bathroom and then like, they're like, oh, well, I'm missing something. You look over like, oh, he's he's out taking a poop, you know, like <laughs> that's what it is. So it's true. It's pretty neat. I like it. I like this a lot as well. But I think like you said, I, I don't remember the exact timeline. And if we were courageous enough, we could probably look it up here. But I think that was like closer to next year, like the turn of the year. So I'm thinking this came in relation to Shroud announcing his leaving and King Goliath in there. The... um. Gifted subs leaderboard is nice. That is definitely something I think we should have had a long time ago. But I'm not sure how... This is kind of weird. I wish I could show you guys. It's a slider. It's like a carousel type of thing. Like, you know, with websites, you can click over and it spins around. So now at the top of chat, at least this is how mine's portraying, is I've got my top bit cheerers and then I can slide the carousel and now I have my gifted sub people for the week. Oh. Or month, I guess it is, probably. Uh, yeah, ah, is the word. It's like it's fine. It's not great. I don't really know if I love that implementation. It's it's fine. It's it's adequate. I don't have a problem with it. But me, it's whatever. The yeah, well, yeah, because that that's what you're saying. It's like um, the one reason why I don't think they implemented a lot of different changes, um, in the site is because you know, like it, we've a lot of people, like a lot of social media platforms or any media platform. When they change their UI and change a lot of stuff too much, mm -hmm. a lot of people get like really turned off by it and leave. So it's very interesting to see how they're doing stuff. So I, 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 they did give us a lot of options to turn stuff on, turn it off. So you don't even have to have bits or any of those. Some that bless their hearts. I'm glad that they do have that. Um, but because some people just don't want that. Like, I mean, like some broadcasters I know, they don't want that competition. Like they do it for fun. And if someone feels like donating, they do. But at the same time, some people want to be number one. So sometimes you can be utilized in a really good way. Um, but I, you know, at least, at least they're doing stuff. They're, they're trying, they're trying to do at like enough without doing too much. And that's one thing Twitch is trying right now, but I do think they rushed it and pushed it out because I do remember it was, I think it was early next year is when the ad thing was supposed to come out, but hmm. it's out now. Yeah. I wonder Twitch blog. I wonder if I can just like quickly for shits and giggles here, find that in any timely fashion. Actually, maybe I already did TwitchCon day one. I wonder if that's the day they talked about ads. Uh, lots of cool things were announced this day. 
That's moderator tools. Oh, also surprised how quickly those iOS subscriptions rolled out. That was done real fast. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just that. saw that today. That came out actually, I guess it does say starting in October, though. To be fair, they were right on the money with that. As I say, I got that uh, a little while back. But um, here's what else is coming to soon to Twitch. Let's see. Oh, we still are yeah, waiting on roll- the hype train. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, because they rolled out um, the... Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I do know they discontinued the premiere videos and they discontinued chat rooms. Not like, not your not your chat, BT Dubs. It's like <laughs> your actual, like, you know, like there's like a separate one that you could click into. And then there was something else that they got rid of. So they, they tried to get rid of some things um, because they just weren't working out. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with it. Like one's premiere video where you can watch the video with your 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 chat or whatever else i don't know how it works but um yeah so they took those out they implemented in these things um they're, they're doing a lot of change i i like that they're doing just enough and not too much and they're giving us a lot of options to really mold and do things like with channel points and stuff along those lines um because i don't know i i like it i like the ability that they're giving us the options to choose to do it or not do it i like that a lot I agree. Also, um, I don't think you I don't think I heard you say this there. I and I couldn't find it in those two articles. I looked through the, the first two and I, unless I'm totally passing it by, I don't see they m- mentioned ad changes, but that was the affiliate stuff. And um what's the other one? Oh, normalizing the volume of ads and stuff. So I did not see it in that blog post. But one thing I did see that I didn't expect coming was the introduction of these prime viewing parties. Did you see that, Nate? Yeah, I saw that. I I didn't expect that. Was that announced at TwitchCon in any way? Because that no, that was announced maybe. Well, depending on whether the audience is viewing this, maybe about three weeks ago. Um, the thing that's weird about it is it, it's almost like you have a now instead of a sub only stream, you have a yeah. prime only stream because um, you can watch anything that's available on Twitch or Amazon Prime for free. Um, you can watch any of those. You can just view them. But the thing, the the stipulation is like they have to be watching. They have to be a Prime member as well too. So that's that's going to cause a little bit of divide more than anything else. Because I, I have a boatload of people that aren't Twitch Primes in my uh, in my community. So it would be very interesting. It'd be neat to see them take out the um, like you know how like uh, sub only streams don't count against viewership. I would mm-hmm. like that if you can do that because. It, it would make a lot of sense, but you know, it, it could always drive a little like wedge in between your community. Yeah. And that's a really tricky thing because I, I mean, I, I think we talked about this on stream or on this podcast too, but I had someone that got really angry for me doing a sub stream once like irrationally angry. They've never come back to any Twitch communities, by the way, I've not seen them anyway. They just ghosted <laughs> everyone and the game we were playing too. But, uh, I'm going to say that was probably personal, like an IRL issue maybe cropped up and they were like exerting it through that. But it's still a realistic issue. You got some of your audience that do not want any kind of divide due to their own ethical, moral boundaries, which it's like I get it and that's cute. But that's big business looks at you and goes, that's cute. So we're going to slap you with a, a takedown notice or whatever, you know, illegal. For, so this is, this is what this does, by the way. We didn't ever couch what this is about. They're saying if you, the streamer, have Twitch Prime and well, Amazon Prime, and the audience also has an Amazon slash Twitch Prime account, you can watch Prime content. So that's what that is. It's a viewing party. But in this sense, it's kind of them checking the legal boxes. Like, 
oh, you got Twitch Prime and you got Prime, so you can all watch this show separately, so why don't you just watch it together? But again, that's where big business looks at anyone else that's like kind of complaining about it and goes, that's real cute. How about you pay for like, an, you know, infringing on our losses of a movie cost or something? And no one wants that. You don't want to be streaming content and get like flagged for that takedown notice. That's what this gets around is that area where people do want these communal viewing parties and Twitch is trying to offer it. But again, they're offering it to an audience that already feels like subs are better than non-subs and they infight and there's like hostility towards streamers about it. I don't know if I encapsulated that well, Nate, but that's kind of how I... You you got it, man. That, that's a huge thing. It's like, it, it's it's a massive, mass. it's a huge deal that they've actually been able to do this because with the DMC takedowns and everything else, like that's, that's massive what they did and the legal stuff they had to go through and all the hoops and whatever else. That's massive that they got this viewing party thing up, but at the same time, I don't know how well it's going to take off. It's it's almost kind of the same as the the sub or the sub only broadcast, but a lot different. So, but you 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 nailed it definitely is what you said. And have those been taking off at all? These sub only broadcasts, by the way, like have those? I've not seen many if any at all like other than i think my own was the only sub broadcast and that was for research's sake basically yeah i mean i rated uh ninja monkey who's another broadcaster uh-huh. in our directory with like 200 people and he was like this is awkward it's sub only stream <gasps> yeah so it didn't show it on my my anything it didn't say sub only anywhere so i rated in like you know 100 200 people and then like i was like oh well guys you know have fun at ninja monkeys i'm gonna go eat <laughs> so uh yeah i haven't really seen anyone do it that's the only experience i've had with it so i mean it sucks that sucks that really is an unfortunate situation because i could see it um i also I, we talked about this before but i had trolling through it like i think people were just trolling the tag like attacking people that were in sub only mode so that was unfortunate that that's like its own, it flags it. The only real solution that I think that Twitch could do, and this sounds de- deceitful, I guess is the word I'm looking for, but maybe this stuff is just not visible to outside parties. Like give that to be an option for the streamer so that if they're going to do a viewing party, it is exclusive to subscribers. Like no one else even knows the streamer is doing a viewing party other than subs that are like, you have it. Well, I guess they're Amazon Prime people. They don't even need to be using the sub on you. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, or, yeah, or or like maybe making an option to get, hide it from the viewers that don't have it, and then turn it on for the people that do. So that way, people yeah. don't feel excluded and left out. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be someone's like, oh man, that viewing party was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know you're gonna get called out anyways. But you know, like like give the option because no one ever wants to be left out, and that's one huge reason why a lot of us come to a social media or, uh, media platforms like Twitch, Mixer, YouTube is that we don't like to be left out of anything. And then True. now we're having exclude like, you know, like, oh, you can't come in unless you pay five dollars a month or you have you invested what a couple hundred dollars in the prime. I don't know how much it is coming out of my account for years. Yeah, it's um, about 150, so, maybe something like that. Yeah. It's oh, that's not bad. I thought it was like 300. Oh, you know, like no, 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 no. It's I think 150. <laughs> Yeah, so you have all these uh, little options and things that kind of go through, and that that's that's one huge. I think that's the biggest point uh, that if a media or like if a media platform like Twitch or Mixer for live streaming, that is not YouTube, 
Um, if they can give the options to a broadcaster to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, here, here's your options. You can do it or not do it. I think that's where a lot of these places will succeed if they give the options to select in or opt out and like make it kind of your own feel and your own vibe and stuff like that without overwhelming the content creator. Cause that's a huge thing is, you know, all those new content creators, they don't want to hop in cause they don't know what they're doing. Gosh, this is so off topic, like extremely far. But this is some. This is this makes me think this is one we should add to our list for the future. But the idea of monetizing content is a necessity for anyone that wants to go as a full time content creator. Like, they're sorry, there's no mystical fairy that pays the bills. Like Nate and I are feeling it, man. We're we're in it right now in the slump season. But again, we mentioned this kind of hatred towards it. Like people do not. And I, I I guess I'm part of that, too. Right. Like I'm an ad block man. I did just subscribe to YouTube premium. So look at me go. I'm supporting content creators out there on YouTube. <laughs> but it's like we want all this content for free because ads are terrible. Um, this Twitch thing, I think, is a big improvement for that, by the way. Really big one. We kind of veered off. but I think that's really great. Ads are terrible. Exclusivity sucks. But at the end of the day especially on Twitch, more than probably YouTube or other platforms, your content creator is living and dying by the donation. You know, we don't get an AdSense thing. And even when Twitch does run ads, which people disdain because they miss out on the live content, whoo, I mean, we're kind of in a spot where it's like, no donations means no money at all. And I want this crazy topic I wanted to pull in for a later day. We should talk about a change that I think Patreon made this year where they started charging content creators to actually set up shop on their site, which is insane to me. Like I'm grandfathered in, thank goodness, to like an older plan. But I think if you now are like a poppin' content creator over there, like a big name you got to pay a pretty significant premium over there but it does little benefits for your community so we should dive into that because patreon is twitch adjacent and something you'll probably want to use in some way in the future or if you're over here on youtube doing that too um and crap a really good idea something i wanted to talk to you about came into my mind and it already left oh no Oh well, I'll call yeah, it but it, it's huge. Like Patreon, page like and that Kyle, Kyle definitely hit that one is like <clears throat> we get paid by we are a charity. We're not a charity. How would you explain it? We're <laughs> we crowdfunded. We're <laughs> crowdfunded. Are. We're a charity. <laughs> I'm like oh, more, please more, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, so uh, we are a very, very, very uh, crowdfunded. Uh, if you're a, a source, like on a live streaming platform. So it, it does suck because like, you know, we're we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. If we decide to make a sub only stream for that extra content, we stream six days a week and we have that one day and we're going to throw in that one day. So um, it, it, it's one of those like um, it's one of those things where it is just very, very, very rough for content creators until you, we can get to a point where we have value and we can make money from sponsors so we're not crowdfunded but right now it is a rough uh rough little uh little patch we're going through all the <laughs> platforms are going down a little bit in viewership and money and monetization and stuff like that so you really got to think of other ways of branching out that was very well said and you also triggered the memory back into my head last week's episode which by the way i apologize to everyone it uploaded correctly to our podcast host but did not 
circulate properly to iTunes and such. So everyone out there that only had a one minute episode for a week, thank you to people that let me know because I had no idea. Like on the website, it was an hour and everyone else got just one minute. So apologies. That is up there now as a new one. I've confirmed it's in my iTunes stuff. But that, I think it was just last week's episode. Now I'm going to feel dumb for bringing that up. But anyway, we talked about Twitch introducing the option for streamers every 20 minutes to run a one-minute ad that would prevent pre-roll ads. Again, we talked about that earlier. Pre-rolls are when someone gets to your channel, they're hit with an ad immediately unless they're a subscriber. That system, I tried it out kind of, sort of, with a bot. Again, one-minute ad every 20 minutes. I did not go that crazy. I did a one-minute ad every hour. People were unhappy. I tried it. I tried it because it was it was educational. I did it for the show. And I explained that to people. I'm like, look, I'm doing it. And you watching that ad is like helping out a new person that comes by the channel. They don't have to see one. They might come in and hang out with us if they don't have to watch this thing. Is Twitch's theory. But man, that sucks. <laughs> I don't do it. It's not good. Don't support Twitch's thing there, I would recommend. Yeah, there, there was a couple of broadcasters that came in and they're like, why do I have an ad? Are you serious? But it may be, it may be different now that we're getting the, the ads running on the side. But we may have to test it again with the ads being on the side. I do wonder... I do wonder, because it's going to mute the streams. Like, this is a really serious like thing I would like to actually try. I wonder, because it's going to mute them. So do you think that they'll feel more or less aggressive about an ad popping up? Because before it was like, oh, no, an ad is in my space, and I can't see the content, versus now, I'm wondering if what that does to the psyche, where it's like, now I can actually see there is content I'm missing out on. They get really angry or yeah, something. Yeah, you're like laughing. You're just joking right? around. And they're Big like, I missed bomb. the joke. Oh, my God. I didn't even care about old school classic vanilla. Wow. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Twitch, please hear us out. I know you, why you don't like this reason, but please consider doing us getting a free hour of pre-rolls if we run a three-minute ad at a certain spot because that would be a lot healthier to your community that would force us streamers the ones that you know myself included that will have a bad habit getting up every hour like we should it will force us uh if we want new viewers to come in ad free it'll force us to get up go to the bathroom get a drink get some food whatever we need to do take the dog out more often it will really help with that because again that's working in a sensical break. And your audience should be taking a three-minute break, too. Don't let them be wieners and tell you, like, no, I'm going to sit here for 24 hours straight and just pee where I sit. Because some of them have that mentality. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but some of them do. And they really should be getting up, too. So, Twitch, instead of this ridiculous, like, breaking the content every 20 minutes, let us do a three-minute ad every hour. Everyone's healthier. We can actually credit you. High five, maybe. Fist bump. No. Okay. Yeah, hey, you, you'll be doing the job of Pokemon Go when it first came out. Yeah. We'll be getting up, doing some things. You know, I'd be I'm actually cool with that. That's, that's one thing that oh. like um I mean look at look at most of the broadcasters nowadays. We got standing desks just trying to alleviate that. And it would be it makes sense. I mean, could you imagine going into you click someone's stream and you go right into it and you can just get into the content right away. I, you know, I can't imagine that because that's the, what the world was previous to last September. So, um, yeah, no. 
Yeah, it's it's weird, you guys. Like the the internet space is strange, and we got a little bit time here left in the episode. And I I would actually love to do something more on this sort of topic. It would be really cool in the future to pull in someone that's more familiar with YouTube AdSense, even like maybe someone that's been a content creator. There, we got zero period production. He is a oh, he's yeah. got like a couple hundred thousand follows on here. So oh my sub. goodness, like it'd be so, so- we got him and then. Uh, the, 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 the comma storian, he's an ESO person as well too. And he's got like 10 million. So we good. And I know, I know our Zynode from ESO is really big on Patreon. Like he loves Patreon. He uses it very effectively, like makes that money. And it would be very interesting. Like he, I was just in voice chat with him today and he was sharing very interesting things. Like he does a, um, a one-on-one sort of thing where people can pay to have a one-on-one session from him off air, whatever they want to talk about, whatever they want to do. If it's play the game, play other games. I was like, side note, I didn't even know you played other video <laughs> games. That's a really cool use. It would be really fun. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below on YouTube or writing us an email here. We'll give that at the end. It's in the links and description, everything. But let us know if you'd be interested in a monetization episode. We also want to talk about sponsors in the future. And we got a really cool sponsor uh, that we could probably ping to come on to the show I was just on the phone with her today discussing like how they work with YouTubers and Twitch streamers, reality show people. Like I was just fascinated. My little PR brain was going off about that. So if you guys want to hear monetization, let us know. I think we could be a really big thing. But let's end cap this episode by talking about what we skipped, which was have viewers left the platform with the big three that have gone. And an, an ultra meta question, meta meta question is... Are they just abandoning Twitch streaming or I'm sorry, the live streaming space in general? Nate, do you have any thoughts on this sort of thing? Yeah, I think Shroud is a very intelligent man. He said it the best. He was like, it's going to take a while to get people breaking their habit of going to Twitch because when he was he he tweeted out going live over at twitch.tv slash Shroud when he was on Mixer. And he because oh. it's in, it's instinctual for him to post that to post it. So he ended up having to delete and type in mixer.com slash route. And so the thing is, it's like I think that there will be a time when people will go to both to explore. I don't think it's now. I don't know if people are going to go or what's going to happen with it um, and how they're going to move. But it is one of those things where I mean, we talked a little. We talk up before broadcast. We have our own little brainstorming session. We just talk about life, try to get everything back on track. And um, there was a lot of people that when they realized, oh, ninja with the mixer, mixer's where it's at, and then they're like, screw Twitch. I hate my whole community. I'm going to go over the mixer. Where's a better community with gambling and hookers, man? But now then they go over the mixer. And they're at Mixer and then they realize, oh, crap, there's none of this at all. Like, I got to start from square one. I had a thousand follows on on Twitch and now I have no follows and no one knows me and no one's coming over right now. Um, And that's the thing with trying to catch the wave. Sometimes the wave will pass you or, you know, or you'll 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 miss it. You know, it's it's all perfect timing. And any any social media Vine, when when Vine was around TikTok, all those other ones, you really got to catch them right when they're going. But um, a lot of people, then they then tried to come back to Twitch and realize they burnt that bridge. They told these people to piss off and they look over there. And now these people know that, you know, like you got to restart all over. But the, the, the momentum's not there yet. So there is like such a there's such a huge thing. 
I want viewers to go over there and be able to explore options because I'm here not for Twitch. I'm here for my brand. I'm here for you guys mm-hmm. as content creators. That's my purpose in life as I want to help you guys get to a point where you can do it full time too because it's pretty sweet, man. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, so Great. I, but that's a huge thing. So I, I want you guys to go over and check it out and test the waters and see what it is because, I mean, you never know. You might like it. You may not, but um, definitely do it for the content creator more than anything else. But what are your views on what do you think they left? Do you think they didn't leave? I actually hadn't even thought about it, really. I mean, I thought that they're they're clearly taking some people over to the platform is my interpretation of it. Otherwise, they would be over there with like a big fat goose egg for their viewership. So like Shroud did definitely take some people But I do think the cult of the platform is a very strong thing. And they do this very intentionally, too. You you really notice it in your phones, by the way. It's really hard to leave an Android ecosystem. It's really hard to leave an iPhone ecosystem, especially now as it gets tied into your house. And don't think for a single second that that is not intentional. Apple doing that Apple credit card. I see you. You're actually locking in their their, their financial account. They know what they're doing. And Twitch is desperately, I'm sure, trying to figure out how they can shore things up. So yeah, I would say guaranteed some people left. We talked about Ninja earlier, and I think his numbers are probably nowhere, they're nowhere near where they used to be, so he can't have taken them all. The idea of people just stopping the use of the platform, or I keep saying platform, this is the wrong way to say it. The idea that people are no longer consuming live streaming content, though, that's an interesting one to me. And I could see that happening because they're, I discontinue Netflix whenever I'm done watching shows on it. I've left other media things. I mean, I've had my Twitter since like 2008 or before. And if I wasn't like engaged and following people on it, there were like large swaths of time where I just didn't even have it. Because I was like, well, dude, I like doesn't do anything on there. Why am I there? And so I do think that has history to it. I think it's a real thing. And I think that's scary as hell. (laughs) As a content creator, I'm scared because I didn't think about people just up and like we know some people do that on a daily basis. But I've never thought of the the tsunami wave of a a big streamer leaving the platform and causing people to just ditch Twitch and what that might do or not just Twitch, but the whole live streaming space. Yeah, that's the biggest one's the whole live stream space. I don't I don't I honestly I mean now that I'm a Shroud fanboy, okay? I like watching (laughs) Shroud. Uh, you know, I like watching Ninja Tail. Like I'm a bit I like watching Fortnite. I will never play it, but it's in her it's fun to watch. But when Ninja left, I just watched Dr. Lupo. I wasn't gonna go over. But now Shroud had the power to be like, oh well, it looks like I'm actually gonna make an account with my name on it and go over and watch, you know, when I know he goes live, which is massive. By the way, uh, if anyone out there is listening from Mixer or you have any connection Mixer, make them update their Chromecast or their their casting because it is horrendous. It lags so much. Please do something about it. But um, yeah, so I watch like I watch it now. Like I I go over and watch for Shroud, but I always come back to Twitch. Twitch is my home. Twitch is I've been with Twitch for seven years now, wow. and so that's like a huge thing. I I think it's more of like. But I do think we're we're at the back end of a bubble where, you know, the wave come up. Everyone loves it. Ninja comes here and like Fortnite's popping and everything. And I think we're on a, like a back rub of a bubble. And I think it will level out. I don't think it completely crash. But I do feel like a lot of people that are getting into the industry are like, holy crap, this is way harder than I ever would have thought. 
And I think a lot of people are like noticing this and like they give it their year or they give it their two years and don't realize it's a lot of work and you got to consistently do it. If you don't get it now, sooner or later you will. And I, I do think that's where it comes down to. But I, it's one of those things where I think sooner or later we are going to have it where people are like, well, you know, I don't see anyone I really want to watch on Twitch. Let me go over to Mixer and like depending on what game, because clearly like shooters run that platform. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, you know, kind of do that. But and it's the same way I you go to YouTube I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm bored. I want to watch live streaming. I want to go watch another fantastic, you know, YouTuber. So I go find them and start watching their stuff as well. So I think sooner or later we're going to start inco- incorporating it. And everything's going to go a certain way. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think I think also Twitch is definitely going to have to look. We've, I've, we've probably mentioned this before, but their algorithm thing is going to need to get a lot better. Like that's something they're going to have to really work on. Again, we've said I, we've definitely said this. YouTube has that sort of algorithm down pat that like you're done watching one person and it knows who you want to watch next. And usually it's right. Twitch, you guys are going to have to catch up. You're going to have to. You are the industry leader. It's embarrassing embarrassing is probably the wrong word i i get i feel weird when i hear people say but twitch is just a small company they don't have the money behind them like mixer does mixer has microsoft and xbox and i go twitch has amazon make jeff bezos open his wallets jeff bezos if you're listening (laughs) well (laughs) if you are start giving them some of your give them your christmas paycheck this year because i'm sure it's enough to like fund the company for five years but anyway really twitch you guys got to step it up um the thing I think we're also seeing that ties directly into this conversation is we need new blood to get on the platform in terms of viewership because the marketing to get Twitch out there in the eyes of the people is not great. And that probably also means working with game developers. I think that's the next future thing for Twitch is getting that integration in games a lot higher. People in audiences want that. And why not? I mean, why not let them have the tools to let someone affect something in their game? If you guys start working with those developers, that's a way that you brand it into every piece of content. Just an idea or every source of gaming material has it now. Um, I don't know. It's it's last October mirrored these stats, so I'm not scared yet. But as a full-time content creator, I'm not happy looking at what the uh, what the old Twitch statement says at the end of the month. It looks a little like viewership donations all kind of not in a hot place right now. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Um, yeah. I mean, like if you look at some of the games that did do Twitch integration and Mixer needs to hop on it and Mixer has discoverability quotation marks mm. with asterisks. They have <laughs> hype zone and they have a few other things. But when I've when every single time I've been browsing through it, unless I'm doing it wrong, it's it's the same deal. It's it's Twitch lesser. Oh. Um, it's just like there's it's and like I want them to be like, but I don't have like a weird algorithm where it pulls up a, a like a broadcaster similar to my broadcaster. It, it still doesn't have the describe. That's the fail with live streaming, and it's because it's hard to categorize a live streamer into fitting them into an algorithm for discoverability, and that's what makes it and like astronomically hard for what we have. It is true. It's very, very true. And I acknowledge that the job is not easy. That's that. I will give them very much that that sort of caveat. But I think this is going to wrap it up for this episode. I think we touched on a lot of interesting things. Again, if you're someone that we just met through YouTube here that found our our live stream or, well, gosh, okay, that just found our recorded (laughs) video that is not live. If you are watching this, thank you very much for coming over. Nate and I uh, have a lot of different episodes. Again, that'll be in the description for you below. You can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Web Player, and some more. Pretty much every podcast platform you 
use already. But anyway, those are out there. And we often do things like this where we tackle an entire uh, element of streaming a week. Like, let's say in the future, we want to talk about moderating and bots, things like that. We'll talk about a big thing uh, start to finish. We also like to cover a lot of news and we kind of move this around in our list of things to do because it's so timely that we talk about all these big things. So if you like that sort of content, continue, uh, come back, rejoin us, like, follow, comment, subscribe, download. I mean, we're talking to so many different platforms right now. I know. If there's a button, if you're on YouTube, you subscribe, hit the bell and hit the like thing and then leave us a comment about your favorite part and <laughs> how bad my backdrop is. And if you're on podcast, we already love you because you've been listening to us. So check out those yeah. description thingies. Um, Thank and- you guys also for like the, the 10 episodes, everyone that listens via the podcast. Really thrilled to take this to YouTube. It feels so weird to be like, make sure you like, comment down below, and smash that sub bell smash button. Smash that bell icon. <laughs> Get new updates every time we post. Oh, we're gonna be. But so we are trying to have a more presence on YouTube because we do care about you. We care. Like we are brands that care about stuff. But um, uh, are we sure we're we wrapping it up right now? Kyle? Yeah, please let them know where to find you. Right, perfect. You can find me at. Uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, gnarly underscore Nate TTV and uh, well, soon YouTube or wherever else. But uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll also throw this out here. Both Nate and I are interested in getting on YouTube in a serious way. So if we meet any YouTubers through this, like if you have any experience in it, get in touch with us. Honestly, we would love to have I'd love to meet more YouTubers because, again, Twitch can be very insular for us where we know we should be on YouTube. We should be doing content. And I've dabbled. But if you're out there, we'd love to pick your brain because I think that's very pertinent for the show. And it's very fitting, by the way, Nate. You pointed this out. Uh, episode 11. That's kind of a fun number to bring over to YouTube. So yeah. look at that. We've got our first 10 for the regular podcast. Listen to that on your way to work. But anyway, my name again is Kyle. I go by Kyle Dempster Studios over on Twitch. So twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Same for Instagram. Uh, same for, t- well, no, Twitter's different. That's twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. Them and their name restrictions. Again, we'll have all those links for you guys. If you want to shoot us an email, it is path to partner at gmail.com. Nice and easy. We do have a Twitter that we are letting out to die, basically. Like we just leave it out in the cold there. That is path, the number two partner i was about to say gmail but that's just it that's it it's it's just path the number two partner so go look out for that one um encourage nate and i to be more posty but that was a great way for people to get in touch with us to let us know the episode was borked so look at that nate magic yeah, so there we go we're good uh yeah well you know we'll 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 start getting on the ball we're gonna try we're doing this we're doing it man okay everyone thank you so much for joining us this week have a great time on twitch or any streaming platform of your choice get in touch with us we'd love to talk with you and uh that's it bye bye outro trigger here we need like an outro we need a fun outro